Hey everybody, I'm Meryl. And I'm Eric. And we're talking Trek. Ooh, talking Trek isn't bad. I like that. It's got the alliteration. That's, that's more, uh, that's, uh, more, uh, generally allowable. Mine was more, uh, pinpointed on this one specifically. I was going to say a strange new series. Alright. Yeah, no, I like talking track. Talking track. Let's stick with it. Well, if you can't guess from the title, we are going to be talking about Star Trek. And, uh, more, more specifically, specifically from uh, my giveaway there. Uh, the new Star Trek series, uh, Strange New Worlds. Yes. Uh, it is a sequel to a sequel series to I guess you call that a spinoff. Uh, it's a spinoff of Star Trek Discovery, uh, following the character of Christopher Pike and his adventures on the Enterprise. Yes, uh, we'd previously seen Christopher Pike in uh, season two of Discovery, uh, and this is picking up. Uh, some amount of time after that. Yeah, a little bit, I think, after that. Uh, but after this and after the events of Season 2 of Star Trek Discovery. So we might get into a little bit of spoiler territory about how Season 2 ended. Um, but it is kind of essential to talk about some... some, I don't remember a ton of, uh, Discovery stuff, but Uh, I'll I'll do my best to, uh, prod along. We can... I did see it. I definitely did see it. Uh, well, Season 2, uh, we'll just get right into it. Season 2 ends with Discovery, um, to prevent this, like, vast intellect that is inhabiting their ship's computers or something. Was that that the control thing? Um, kind of. It was basically... a control-esque thing? Yeah. It was like some rogue... They basically, they had to keep uh, this rogue AI from getting its hands on this information. Yeah. And the only way they could do that was to uh, go into the future. And uh, in doing that, uh, Christopher Pike ends up seeing a vision of his own death due to contact with... Uh, like time crystals or something, mm-hmm. uh, and that's been way- that's weighing on him. So when we pick up this, uh, well, we're just covering the first episode uh, today. Yes. Uh, but when we, by hit, the way. Well, yeah, uh, also called Strange New Worlds. Ooh, after the end. But it's picking up sometime after the events of uh, Discovery season two. Uh, Christopher Pike is kind of exiled himself uh, because he saw a vision of his own death, and rightfully that kind of freaked his being. Although, they keep saying it's a vision of his death, but he doesn't die. He just gets horribly deformed. Yes. And while, while I get that it's like... His physical, quote-unquote, Yeah, death. yeah, they're... they're yeah, it's I think very, it, it's very that, but it's like he's still alive. He can, he's still in that giant communicator. And they chair. do toss around the word death very lightheartedly in that. Kind yeah, of they case. keep they keep referring to it as his death, and it's just like, no, it's your disfigurement. <laughs> yes, but you are still alive. You're after a thing. That. I mean, you're kind of a Dalek, but yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, but. His former uh, first thing of command. I guess he's. It's a weird thing where he's technically not. He's technically still a captain, but he's like taking an extended break. He's taking oh. enough. He's taking a long enough break to grow a big old scraggly beard. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but he's called back into service when his number one is in trouble. Because uh, there was supposed to be a first contact mission. But they've gone missing. Yep. So Chris and his new team have got to uh, gotta go and save the day. Gotta go find them. And the uh, team is uh, made up of a uh, mix of, uh, what, some TOS folks? Yeah, they got and... Spock's, Spock's back. Uh, same guy from Discovery. Uh, real handsome dude. Maybe they, they cast a real handsome Spock. Um, honestly, this whole cast is fucking gorgeous. <laughs> it's the it's the the thing about it's what was it? Uh, it was lost. They said this, and where it's just like, it is a plane crash full of the world's most beautiful people. Yes, just happens to be. Yeah, and this is a starship that just happens to be recruited by just the yeah. most beautiful people in the world. Yeah. Rebecca Romain, or, or no, Rebecca, yeah, Rebecca Romain is his number one. It's just like Jesus. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, so there's Spock's there, uh, Uhura, uh, yeah, uh, Cadet Uhura, yes. uh, so she's not, she's, she's still young, um, I think that's it for right now, at the end of the episode we're introduced to, uh, Kirk's father, I believe, oh, that was right, yeah, yeah, um, and then we've got some newcomers, we've got... Uh, what's her face? The, um, the, uh, the girl who... Noonien Singh, yeah. yeah. She's, um, she's the head of security. I can't remember her name. Um, and then the, the doctor and his assistant. It seems like they're gonna... Yeah, they've got some, they've got a, uh, a decent amount of talk time this episode. Um, and had some antics and whatnot. They did have some antics. That was pretty lighthearted fun. Yeah, overall, uh, what'd you think? Um, I was, uh, overall, uh, pleasantly surprised. I, um, so, we've talked about this off mic, but, like, Discovery hasn't really been scratching that Star Trek itch quite as much. Uh, Picard definitely didn't do it. Uh, season one of Picard, I was, like, real iffy on the whole way through, and... One, I think Patrick Stewart is like fucking ten years old to be to be doing it to be doing action stuff, yeah. And also, some of Picard is just like there's so many points where it's just like, hey, I remember that thing. That's fun. They just Mm. they just kind of mentioned a thing I remember though, but just you kind of running on the callback uh, idea almost. Yeah. Um. And that's a tough thing uh, when you're in this category of show in general, though, too. Like, this show did that a bunch, of, I mean, a bunch a little bit, but kind of a bunch. But mm-hmm. it is first episode, so you got to give them that. Oh, yeah. It's oh really yeah. They were... continue to, you know, be... The, the weird thing for me is, like, it felt almost like USA Network, uh, like, those kind of shows, like Psych Monk, all of that shit, where it was just that kind of, I don't know. Hmm. N- not cheesy jokey, but yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, um, but uh, so yeah, Discovery and Picard—they've kind of not felt like Star Trek. They 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 kind of existed like Discovery's had bits and pieces, but especially with the the jump three hundred years or like however many years in the future they made, it's like this is distinctly different. Mm. Um, not necessarily different as bad. It's just um. <laughs> 
I've said this before. It feels like there's too much Star Wars in the Star Trek. Yes, I I do agree with that too. Um, but it's, it, that is hard with when you are modernizing things too, and you know, you have. I don't think a lot of audiences really want the uh, like just the fucking episode to episode drama kind of. Thing? Not the even that, where it's just like the, the action, they're like the 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 conflicts aren't resolved. Like think about Next Generation, how many conflicts were resolved with right. the That's fight I mean. as opposed That's to I them mean. sitting in like, a fucking conflict? It's two action uh, movie. Yes. even down to the camera angles used in scenes, you know, just constant action happening, and you get a lot more action movie yeah. looking scenes. It tends to then feel just like an action movie. And this still did have like. One thing, uh, like, going back and watching old Star Trek, uh, especially, like, Next Generation, um, they didn't have good fight choreography. And hmm. that's not necessarily, like, a bad thing. It's just they did. They were just like, this isn't necessarily what the show... The show isn't focused on these knockout, drag-out, drag-down <laughs> brawls. Yeah. It's more about <laughs> talking their way out. Yeah. D- d- diplomatic shit. Uh, they still had laser fights and, and and stuff, but it wasn't this whole fucking scene where it's oh we're 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 taking cover we gotta we gotta hide and we're blasting out and it's this fucking like right. full on war game thing. Uh, and granted, this stuff still has a little bit of that, but I think that's a little bit more of like modern TV, modern storytelling. Yes, where I, I you're gonna you're gonna have that just a little bit higher budget for fight choreography right. and things. Um. It's inevitable with the age of nowadays, though, yeah. to some extent. It's just kind of how much can you pull it back or make it feel necessary. But I, uh, but back to the uh, Strange New Worlds. I actually, I did like it. Uh, it, uh, especially this first episode. I'll, I'll probably, I'll actually definitely keep watching it because it's. Yeah, no, that was that was worthwhile. That um, was worthwhile. But it, yeah, it had that classic fucking Star Trek feel to it where they one it's a nice little mystery box where mm. they start off thinking it's kind of one thing and then it then just as the episode goes goes on it's just like oh it's not the thing we thought it's this other thing and now we have to deal with that and it, <laughs> without well, look spoilers how, look how it reflects on our modern times in our modern world yeah yeah a little bit heavy-handed on that part but you know it's it's first episode territory yeah. get it out of the way and and move along but <laughs> It's this. Uh, that's one of those ones again. As long as they don't just keep running back to stuff like that and have reason to reference our generation specifically. And uh, but this felt like not generation, but our era. Yeah, this felt like um, some just good classic. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, they'll probably do something where there's like an overarching story for the season, which is like. I'm sure. I'm sure we're more, get most some... sure, mo- most shows are just doing that now because the episodic format made more sense when uh, you were only able to see the show live broadcast and then maybe reruns at some yeah, point in the that's, future. Yeah, that's very true too. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, even if they throw one in every once in a while, yeah, I mean they don't, they can they can stick with a story like a normal show nowadays kind of does, but. Yeah. Even if they throw a few episodic ringers in every now and then, then 
It seems like that, the, uh, from what I've read online, it seems like that's what they're, they're kind of doing more, where it's just like, yeah, these are going to be, be one-off episodic adventures. Each episode, they're just kind of, they're going to a different planet. Mm. They're doing this, they're doing that. It's, um, How about you? What, do you? what did you think about it? I honestly uh, enjoyed it as well. Um, you know, the characters uh, seem pretty decent so far. Nobody... Uh, Oh, nobody rubbed me the wrong way right mm-hmm. off the bat or anything like that. They didn't have a, um, a Neelix or something? Yeah, somebody to just be like, oh my god, this is this guy's who is silly. The, uh, who was the doctor on uh, Enterprise? The Enterprise Flux. doctor was uh, Cutter. Cutter? Um, the, the alien? No, the uh, the hot mom. That was, uh, what's his name's... Uh, Wesley or uh, no, you're, Wesley. Cr- well, Crusher first. Crusher, Crusher. Oh uh, no, Crusher. I'm talking about uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Oh whoa 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 oh the Enterprise one. Cutter, Cutter. you got you got Crusher. you got Crusher confused with like bones. Uh, I'm putting I'm putting <laughs> names together. It's been a it's been a while. I don't watch fucking. It's been TNG. a long. I watched TNG in like eight years. Getting it's from been, it's been a minute here. now. It's been a long oh, time. Oh, that was that was embarrassing. Yeah. Anyway. Life uh, goes on. What are we talking about? Uh, who's the doctor on Star Trek Enterprise? Was it Phlox? Phlox? Was he technically? I think he was. I think he was that a... was... A... Yeah. Yeah, he was also annoying. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, good... Uh, good. Speaking of... Uh, it's been a long time getting from there to here. Uh... Actually, pretty good opening. They they did the the classic uh, space, the final frontier. Mm-hmm. These are the voyages of Starship Starship Enterprise as they pass different planets, uh, tying in the theme of said uh, series. So yeah. that was worthwhile. A little bit. I mean, it's digitized, at, but that's to be expected. But. My one problem is, and it's just a little nitpick with the opening theme is, for me. A this is and this is just from like TNG uh, and uh, Voyager and stuff. Uh, a good Star Trek theme song is just strings and brass. Ooh, yeah, it's still good, but it's always it's always just that it's that's all you really need. Yeah, it's a, it's that thing where it's just like yeah this this is fine, but it'd be nice if it was just strings and brass. That's now that's a true uh, ode to the classic. Or they should go back to the the OG classic and the original series and just uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sure we'll get one episode uh, to throw back at some point in that one or in that form. But they have all the um, all the sound effects when they're on deck when they're on the on the bridge. All the yeah, I was uh, wondering uh, how closely the uh, bridge hum. Uh, is or replicated uh, from the first. That's the thing I always like about Star Trek is that little boom mm-hmm. in the background. I like that. I like that uh, joke in Lower Decks about that when they were. Oh, this ship sounds. Mm-hmm. This kind of. Um, uh, Why do you call it Void? It's because it's just shorter. Hey, oh, <laughs> also. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good. That was. Uh, I mean, that was. I loved. Good. That was a good uh, whole thing. Same with uh, uh, TOS, the original, because uh, the the original uh, 
not series, but they had some other word. Yeah. Oh man, that was. I'm I'm glad there's another thing of Star Trek that is. Um, I don't want to say good because it makes it sound like it's like Discovery and Picard aren't terrible. They're just not what I'm looking yeah. for. Um, but it's it's good to see some stuff that's like just got that. I'm gonna say it again. Just that good Star Trek feeling, and that one because uh, the fact that it's a half hour episode and kind of animated can run that episodic. Yes, yeah, uh, it does not ground a little bit better too, which kind of gives it that classic Star felt eh, Star Trek feel. Speaking of something with that classic Star Trek feel, um, the Orville. Remember mm-hmm. that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's coming back. Okay, cool. Yeah, I feel like it's been good like, three years since the last season That's good or something. To, that's good to hear. Oh. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's coming back. It's coming back on uh, Hulu. Oh, wow. Well. Um, but I think that's coming, I think, sometime in the summer. Nice. Yeah. I hope it's still uh, available on DVD at some point. It should be. One would hope. He still sees the streaming shows yeah. on, on for yeah. sale. Um... But yeah, that 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 show was a surprise to me when I first started watching it because I like the only reason I I did watch it was because I think that came out right before Discovery. I think so too. And yeah. I'm just like, God, I'm fucking hankering for some new Star Trek, and it's just like, oh shit, this, this really just this that just edge. about does it. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, okay, there's some shitty jokes in here, but right. for the most part, this is actually like. No, this is done with a bit of care, and they're actually taking yeah. they're taking themselves pretty seriously. Yeah, no, they're just they're just kind of being more regular people yes. during their day. You're seeing a lot more of those interactions kind of uh, happening. You might have a. Uh... But yeah, it was kind of a shame though, watching that the entire time, being like, okay, this isn't in universe though, so I gotta <laughs> not let these uh, all these species uh, bleed. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you don't. Because I feel get, like I was get, watching something else trekky at the time I was watching that, too. You don't want to get the Mothlins and the Klingons confused? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, this, uh, this was a good one. I'm yeah. going to uh, look forward to watching the rest of this series as well. Who knows? I might even start watching Picard again. I still haven't given that one a try. Um, it's weird. Maybe at some point if I, I hate to say, I don't want to say get desperate, but like, when I, you know. When you've run out of, when you've run out of better things to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's always there. It's not bad. It's just weird. I don't know how long I'm also going to, uh, I mean, I may keep Paramount Plus, but. The less and less I actually use it, I mean, the less reason I have to. How else are you going to watch Survivor and Big Brother? I can just get it when Survivor comes around, which is, I mean, half the year. But You're going to be one of those people, huh? But Big Brother, once I catch up to Big Brother, I really don't care. And then I can just wait. But you've got Canadian Big Brother. And Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, and now they've got Aussie on there, too. And the Aussies, I'm sure the Aussies play way better, just like they do in Survivor. (laughs) Uh, 
I'm glad you haven't gone to sleep. Well, as I've found, too, with other uh, reality shows similar to these that do have uh, different countries' versions of them available, like, different countries do play the game and have different strategies and whatnot from other... From others. Do so. they have... They, they wouldn't have the English Big Brother, would they? The uh, European? Yeah. No, I thought I thought Aussie was, because it was just called Big Brother as well, and I assumed that was going to be that, and then when I looked into it, it was Aussie instead of hey, UK. Hey, why is Australia in the Eurovision... Why, was, why were they in the Eurovision Song Contest? I don't know. They're not in Europe. And jerks. We're not allowed to be in it. We can we can finally watch it, but we're not allowed to be in it. Someday, we could just do our own Eurovision with just our <laughs> with just the fucking states. <laughs> Although, kind of defeating the point of Eurovision. It really, it really does, and then it kind of starts to feel. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. It could just be everybody. No, I like I like it. I, don't know, I, I, I let, would feel let, like let them have their fun. Yeah, well, we're over here in America, <sighs> gouging the price of medicine and yeah, uh, shooting our citizens. Yeah, but uh, you could go to Coachella. I feel like you could go to Coachella and not live in America, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that sounds so amazing. Just like, uh, imagine just being able to go to America for the cool shit and then leaving. Oh, man, that would be easy. Or maybe. I mean, you'd have your, uh, your passport. I remember someone... At the, at the vape shop, it was some European dude, I can't remember where he was from, but he was just amazed that, like, no one in America has their passport. And it's just like, our, our, this country is so big, you have to, you have to take a plane to go to some place where you need a passport, unless, unless you're going to, like, Mexico or Canada. I say, even though we do live particularly <laughs> close to Canada, but... Particularly, we still... We're still it's like, still a long drive, though, it's, and... Taking a plane to, like, right above us feels weird, yeah. silly, too. It's like, we're not as close as Michigan is. But I I guess I always do forget that Wisconsin... Does it border Canada? Yeah, over up on the top left it does. Holy shit. Yeah, that fucking little... The little UP. The yeah, Michigan, little right part of Michigan is yeah. always... Why do they have that? Because... Wisconsin would look weird with it. Like, the, the, the profile of Wisconsin would look weird. I mean, even even uh, Joe Parra living up in the UP is a Packers fan, too. <laughs> <sighs> Any other uh, thoughts about uh, Strange New Worlds? Or? Um, no. No, I was uh, very pleasantly surprised. I was, I was very much ready to write this off as some more bullshit that I kind of didn't care some new, about. Yeah, some new age Star Trek stuff. Hate to say it that way, but it kind of, these last oh, few man. series... Oh, man, we didn't even talk about 
how they're adding woke politics oh, into Star shit. Trek all of a sudden. Man. <laughs> I love seeing those headlines where uh, it's like, oh, Star Trek just got woke all of a sudden. It's like, yeah, yeah, all, all of a sudden. It wasn't woke from the fucking beginning where it was just like, here's a crew manned by one of every nationality. <laughs> Across the galaxy. Look, though. even a Russian. <laughs> Unthinkable. Oh, it was at that time. Yeah. We got it's it's a it's a weird thing to remember, but it's just like yeah, the Cold War ended right after we were born, so we don't have really. Like, yeah, we, we don't really have, have no. We, we have no fucking. Con- it's like kids. <laughs> There's so many kids now in school that don't. Um, they were born before nine eleven or after nine eleven. Oh yeah. That just reminded me of this uh, Tumblr post I saw about they they had this this person had a teacher that had a whole class that was like a whole section of class that was just about nine eleven, and they'd have they'd have she'd have the students make up a fake person that died in nine eleven and give them eulogies, but she wouldn't like ask any of the students if they had any family members or anything that died in it or anything like that. Of course. Um, but she was in tears because she realized because she was asking the students where it's just like, do you remember where you were? And it's, and most of them were like, I was three years old. I vaguely remember some adults watching TV and being upset. And, and then the kicker was that she did not know anyone and she had not lost anyone in in the she was just, uh... and uh, the school was in Canada. That 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 for me, and, and we're we're Canadian. <laughs> it was the biggest kicker. Where it's just like, why did you care so? Why why? <laughs> that's so weird. But yeah, that's a that's, little. It's a little uh, little story about nine eleven. <laughs> Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. Getting well, off Star Trek. <laughs> well. And that about diddly do do's it. Yeah, I can call it that. Well, we better <laughs> uh, set our phasers to pizza. Pizza. Swamp Things I Hate About You is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream.